0: How are we all doing this evening? Uh, let's address first of all that I'm not Kyle. Um, Kyle's got COVID, so he's sort of lurking in the background, but he's unable to speak to us this evening. Uh, but how are we all doing? We're we all having a good time.
1: All good. Yep. All great. Time. I'm good, thanks. We've got the Masters on in the background, so I'm enjoying that as well. The Masters?
0: Oh, I well, suppose mm-hmm. sports movie this week, so you'll be happy about that as well.
1: No, too much. There's actually been too much sport this week.
0: I don't think you've ever said that in your life. No.
2: no. <laughs> Those words I've never left your mouth ever.
0: Where are you on your travels this week, Hunter?
2: I am in uh, the mighty big town of Grimsby. Um currently on oh. live, um, watching Married at First Sight Australia <laughs> on the other screen.
0: Married at first sight <laughs> Australia. Okay. Right. There was uh, there's one season of that that's actually fucking brilliant. I watched all uh, of it. On
2: this one,
0: uh, spoiler alert, uh, but they've just found out one of the last
2: seasons got an
3: only fan so it was all kicked off. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that, uh, top ten television. It's weird. Grimsby well, sounds like a lovely place,
1: eh? Grimsby. <laughs> I watched the UK one of that, but I never got into the Australian one. Maybe I should actually start watching it. Say up your so no, I, watched, I watched the UK one, but I just never I think the Australian one started right after it and then I watched like an episode and just never bored. I think it was, it was right after, it was just too too constant. You
0: know There's one one that's uh, a different level they're all just fucking each other's husbands and all this, it's like <laughs> <mad>. <laughs> Anyway, movies, eh? um So, <laughs> last week we watched uh, Sean's Picks, which were Pretty well received, so we had Gone Baby Gone, um, I'm not going to pretend to the member of the scores, so all that stuff's Kyle's idea, so I did all right, it was middle of the low day, um, and The Shower 2, which we decided is better than The Shower 1. Mm-hmm. So, yep, and then we to... the best
2: action
1: comedy
0: of all time, I
2: think we agreed as well. So, it's weird because me and Sean both sort of said we do think the first one's better, do you think the first one's better, know for the second
3: one I think I preferred the, you? know prefer the second one I don't know if it's but I think I preferred the second one I actually you definitely think I scored the scored second the sec- one, sorry. sorry sorry Sean I was just going
0: to say I think that looking back I, I think that I scored the second one higher but I said I preferred the first one <laughs> which just doesn't make any sense <laughs> I was thinking uh, that I think I've done the same and uh, yeah. it just sums us up doesn't it like, uh, we're, we're not very good at this
1: Nah, I that was consistent, I, I scored the second one high and I prefer the second one, at least somebody's keeping you right.
2: I give well, it one,
0: five. once we get to 200 movies we can maybe put
2: the show one up the way all it right. should be. We can all give it a plus point 0.5 and put it it'll be top 10 by then. Aye, it should be top 10 now that I
0: think about it. Best action movie of all time. Um, well, action comedy. So, this week was my fix. Um... And I'm going to be honest, I'm incredibly nervous because I picked two movies that are very dear to my heart. I to... you
2: also had to wait the longest between your picks as well, would you know, miss out when we all done
0: ours as well the last time we'd done it? Uh, these, this is the first time I've really had picks where I really cared about the films. I think before, because we were picking like 16 films, you ended up with like two random movies out of your 16. Whereas I think now, because we actually picked the two, I like the new format a wee bit better. So yeah, this week we watched uh, Cool Hand Luke*, which is uh, one of the movies I've up with, and uh, White Men Can't Jump. Again, a big movie of my of years. One thing I did notice was that last week was actually the 20th anniversary of White Men Can't Jump coming out. There you go. I don't know if that was yep. on your Twitter, Hunter, so I don't know if I've spoiled that.
2: No, yeah. I... I because I'm working away I've had my usual prep time so I've literally just got IMDb load to my laptop so if it's on there I've not seen it Oh, sound well. I know lots of stuff about
0: uh, White Man Can't Jump so I can fill in some gaps so (laughs) I think I want to go last this week Uh, so I'm just going to go to each one of you individually so I want to go to Sean first so what did you think about I'm going to say which movie White Man Can't Jump (laughs) Cool handbook, we starting with. Are you sure? Yes.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: I want to start by saying that you should never choose films that are dear to your heart because you're only going to get disappointed. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'd never seen this film, I'll be honest, I'd never even heard it uh, before I watched it. Uh, I finished watching it today. I also uh, had realised that you'd actually put your login details to watch it. I have ended up fucking paying £3.50 to, uh, for the privilege to rent it on Laurie's Amazon account. Which I made me feel even worse it. after I watched it.
1: Did you think uh, just mentioned and asked if MD had bought it or that or rented it? <laughs> no, we just bought by it ourselves. No, because I've done
3: that in the past and all that. I just never even thought of it, to be honest. But, I made a point, uh,
0: a point of yeah? buying it so that we could all watch it.
2: I I watched it, I, you know, it was between me and us. I thought Daniel's probably because I know you, you do the verification. I thought Daniel's probably sleeping. I need to get this done to do before the football
1: on Sunday. Mine's didn't uh, have a verification. I just created an account on Daniel's login, and it all went fine. Oh, he <laughs> didn't even notice I created an account. He's got a second account, second account name on his account for me. <laughs> make,
3: make yourself at home, come <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs> Me and Bugsy
0: have got an agreement with stuff like this. I've got his Sky Sports; he can have my Amazon. Well. It's fine. <laughs> uh,
3: but it was just a very, very slow-paced. I'm going to use the word boring film. I felt uh, like, for a start, he get sent to prison for two years for vandalising parking meters. But that's a bit an excessive punishment in itself for 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 vandalism, isn't it? No, again, I... I'm not one uh, that's ever been to jail or, or been up for vandalism, but it just seemed a bit excessive uh, and he's stuck
0: okay, to with people just, who have been 20 plus years. Just to answer that, it's uh, because I think it's passed as government property, so it's vandalism of government property. I'm sure, because I've read the book as well, so it goes into right. more depth about the rest in the book, so there you go. Okay,
3: uh, so like, I just thought that was a bit strange, but Anyway obviously the main kind of story is him in the prison and stuff like that and then when he breaks out but I just kind of felt like like nothing was happening for like the first hour a lot of it was kind of obviously them talking like in the actual kind of prison it was a very obviously it was, it's an old film anyway so the classic kind of prisoners on the side of the road doing their the laboring and stuff like that just sweeping grass it looked like for for hours on end uh, I found the scene with a uh, with a female car when she was washing her car uh, very very uncomfortable, and I found it very very silly. She was just started rubbing the other like this the the soap stuff all over her dress, and then like that guy I don't know the the kind of the kind of main co-star guy the kind of balding man. Uh, what was he calling her? Lucille was it? L- Lucille or something like that.
0: Lucille
3: Lucille and he just very it was very very creepy and uh, I don't know it just kind of creeped me out a bit and I just found it really silly and then when she started fucking drinking water out the hose I was like "What the fuck's going what is going on here it's not, it's not. It, it was just really really strange like just basically just like horny prisoners on heat it's like the first thing <laughs> they'd ever seen a woman before the if,
0: that's exactly what it is it's prisoners that have not seen a woman for such a long time just to stay
3: it was just because I, I just found that I, I, if the woman was act, acting normal and natural, but here she is parked across the road from prisoners day their, their days labour and with her chains wrapped around their ankles and stuff, and she's just she's just washing the car, rubbing the sponge in her stomach, and then drink water out of the fucking hose on her own. Ah, she's so, teasing them. She knows uh, the like,
0: ideas that she's doing yeah. them to tease I
3: just, them. I just found it really, really slightly uncomfortable uh, when he was. Whispering her name and stuff. Like that. I don't know, but <laughs> I, I just felt like it. It was just like the film wasn't really going anywhere. I didn't really see like what the actual plot line was. I I don't know. I I just didn't really get. I expected a lot more because obviously you chose it for a reason, and it, and it was what was it you said last week? It was. Just, is it, was did you describe these as your comfort films?
0: Eh, uh, this movie's. I uh, this is one of my favorite movies.
3: Aye, so, like, I just, I don't know, I just went and expecting a lot more, eh, and I came out the other end just kind of like, eh, like, it's really, really no for me, I, I just didn't particularly enjoy it, and it, 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 at times it felt like I was watching, like, a Daytime Channel 5 film, if I'm completely honest with you.
0: Is that it?
3: Um, <laughs> I'm sorry,
0: but I just uh-huh. I just didn't like it. See Marsh, I didn't expect you to like it. And this is why I came to you first. And this is why You're I right. did cook first because I felt like um white like men can't jump so much safer option for this crowd. So we'll see. Um I will <laughs> jump back the wee bits in between and I'll go back to each of you, right? Just to address your issues, I suppose. Um I the, the scene with the women is a bit daft and throwaway, but like there's no big part of the film I me
3: oh as yeah. I, I as a definitely like throwaway scene I just I don't know when I was watching it I just found myself like it's, uh, the way that the you need to tell me his name I, I'm like the boy the, uh, the fucking fellow prisoner who was like the main Dragnet is what they call him right so I, I just he was just really creepy yeah just was really really creepy
0: ah, he's a creepy guy like and they're all perverts and they're all you know for women for so long so it's not just like have not had a woman. I think they've Belly. not been they not even laid eyes on women probably for years some of them. So that woman coming out and even just probably seeing her would be would make you react the way they did. But I um outside that I think I started watching this movie. Like I saw this for the first time when I was really young and I I sort of fell in love with it straight away. I don't know what it is about it like and this is like a very highly regarded movie as well. I'm sure it's hundred percent of the rotten tomatoes. Right? Uh, it's... sometimes it is hard to remove yourself the fact that this is the mid '60s that this came out. Um, I think Paul Newman is just like the coolest one ever, and so much stuff for this movie's been like parodied. I was hoping that he would pick up on some of the stuff that loads of stuff this film has been taken out and put into other stuff and like parodied and loads of stuff like being in everything for The Simpsons to almost every prison movie sort of takes a little bit of its ideas for this being the pretty much the first movie of this type. Do you know what I mean? Like um, eating the 50 eggs is such an iconic thing and the guy with the reflective sunglasses the fucking silent guy with the gun there's so many times that that's been copied in films as well um, and I just think to me Luke is like the coolest guy ever and he's the coolest guy to ever be on screen like there's just something about him and i think that's what it was paul newman was such like an iconic guy in the 60s and he's to me there's just something about even just how he looks at, like there's a wee bit where they flash back through wee clips of him just smiling and like i would just love to be as fucking cool as paul newman man like he's the coolest guy ever to me and i think that's what it is to me as a kid like i just thought this was the coolest guy ever he didn't give a fuck about like, authority, he did his own thing, like it didn't seem to be for any reason other than because that's what he wanted to do. Do you know what I mean? He wasn't like the belling against any sort of society. He didn't have like these stupid ideas. He was just a guy doing whatever the fuck he wanted, basically. He went to jail for a stupid thing in the first place. Um, there's bits bit of that where I get really emotional as well, where obviously you get a wee bit of his relationship with his mum and there's obviously some sort of disappointment. And that was the last time he saw her, then he hears about her, dying and he sing, sits and sings his wee song. And anyway, let's go to Hunter first then I'll come back in later.
2: Is this you coming in for the slightly more positive uptake yeah. on the film?
0: I'm going with a sandwich of it's uh, shite, then hopefully okay, then shite again is the way I think it's going to go.
2: I'm not one to dampen on any parades, but um, I did enjoy uh, very much... There was a lot of aspects from this I did enjoy very much. As you said, the whole Paul Newman is uh, Luke like, I was like between him and uh, Steve McQueen and the Great Escape were kinda like the two people like in that era, like I've got my relative talking about all oh, they were like the best actors, the coolest actors, whatever. And like, I don't get to ever given in them you just gotta take it in in your stride and just like aye, they bought <laughs> I didn't do at family parties or whatever, but then that's the first time I actually sat down and watched this. And I would acknowledge, like I do, I give it that way. Like, the way the Paul Newman is in this film, like and that whole devil may care, like you know what is like whatever he's done in his life he kind of just takes any stride. And nothing is going to break him. I thought, I think. He made his piece. I think a lot of it. Maybe, maybe it was it was a front. Maybe it had broken come to an extent. I think he was ready to die when he did at the end. Um, I don't know. that's maybe just my judgment for him, I don't know if it was really just his mum going. Maybe it was. Maybe like I mean, the only thing I would say I wish I'd, there was more of in this film was a bit of his backstory before. The whole uh, parking meter incident, I and mean, we obviously we can, you kind of get a, a snapshot of it in that conversation with his mum, which is like I'm dying in um, X amount of time before you get out, and everyone's going to your brother, and like you kind of get a snapshot. He, he's he's made a few wrong choices and things, but he's like, he's maybe it's maybe not his first brush with the law either as well. He's not just woke up one day, got half cut, and went, do you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to get a pipe cut and start <laughs> stumbling all the parking meters in the town and just get caught. But then from there, I think his arc whilst he's in the jail is very good, I mean, he go and kind of goes in. I mean, I think even the fact that that scene where he's just getting beat up by Dragnet and he's kind of like, he's, st- he's still going back for more. He's kind of like, I think it, that kind of epitomised to me as in, he's already taking all he can take. What, whatever he does to him, he's ready for it. anyway. The fact that he even comes out and says, you'll have, like, you have to kill me like to stop and they end up just walking away. I think, as I said, um, he was ready for it whenever it came anyway. And I think, obviously, that was ever, for someone that was that ready. I think that's why he kept escaping because he knew, obviously, it's back, way back when it was set, the transportation links, whatever. So he was only ever going to get so far on foot. I mean, it's not as if cities were built or whatever. So he was basically going by foot. Paul, I, I've seen this scene. Where he meets to be boys, it is literally just like one hoose on a farm. And then that's the next again for 20, 30 miles. So between rest and what that's all he's going to get. So maybe he was just doing it to get caught. He was just wanting a challenge, right? So you've put the chains on me. So let's see what I can. I'll, I'll show you. I can get out with one chain. or there I'm um, caught again. Here's two chains. I'll show you like, I'm better than you. Knowing that he's yeah. going to come back and the punishment's going to be even more severe. And even then, also the fact that yeah, he does play them at the end when they're like... Dig that duck, you no, put it back, you no, know, dig it and put it back. And you like he plays them, and again, it's so it's so good how he plays them, and you you don't expect it to end. I mean, for me, the ending of this film kind of reminded me of I and mean, I'm not saying it's on that level, because I know Sean might reply to this, but for me it was kind of like breaking bad. It was kind of like you wanted them to get free, you wanted him to be such an anti-hero, you wanted them to escape, you wanted them to get free. But when he died, you've also made your peace with that point as well. Like, like you think he had as well. Somewhere where, I mean, sorry for and Breaking bad for. <laughs> no, I don't no. think Kyle's <laughs> finished it. Like, yeah. I think he's just got like six episodes to go. <laughs> 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 oh, it's amazing. Oh, but, <laughs> so, in a nutshell, I enjoyed it, and I maybe mean, it's not. <laughs> oh, sorry, Kyle. <laughs> Uh,
0: just for, <laughs> so you can't see What we can see But Kyle Even though he's unwell Is in the background And he's just messaged To thank us for um, Destroying yeah. the end See of to be the, fair uh,
3: He's been on He's had six episodes to go For about A year Basically So he's uh, got uh, no excuses he's, he's got absolutely no excuses But at least now We can review El Camino Now that uh, yeah. Even Burnsy knows What happens at the end Of Breaking Bad so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Burnsy's sitting here Without a clue What the fuck We were no. talking about
1: no, no. Uh, the same got To watch, I forgot the ending was anyway, so it's fine.
0: Aye, I don't. He didn't quite get. If you've not watched it, he's not really giving much away there. But uh, Kyle understands completely, so that's fucked. But right aye, you were talking about then Hunter. <laughs> but aye, I so would agree
3: uh, with what Hunter saying there, as he just said that he was, he was ready. But aye, sorry, when you go.
2: I <laughs> so for it, I said at that point, I, I kind of that was that whole kind of you want him to get free he dies, you make you make your peace with it and again it's still a good ending, even though part of you still want some to escape at that point. And as I said in a nutshell, I did enjoy this film. Much more than I, I thought I would again. I went in probably to begin with for the whole art oh, sixties. And I think also during it there is I, I think it's just a time set when a lot of films in this era is there's an awful lot of dialogue that maybe doesn't add a lot to the film. There's an awful lot of them just sitting chatting shit. But I think the Key scenes
0: are very good when it matters. Nice. Um, I think uh, the way you talk about the ending is great because that's kind of the way it is to me. I don't think it was ever really about escaping. I think he actually just wanted to sort of keep going until he got to a point that like right, that's the it now. It's yeah. done. He did things just because he wanted to win, he wanted to do it. He only had a two-year stretch. to I mean he clearly could have just sat there, chilled out for two years and out It wasn't really about that. I think it was just about him constantly wanting to challenge himself, like, "Oh, I'll eat fifty eggs." Just little things like that, like going all in in these poker hand when he had fuck all in his hand. Like it's those little things that were sort of iconically cool at the time. Um That to me are still <laughs> like that now. But uh, do you want me? To, I'm I'm really scared to do this, but I want to kind of, eat, kind of uh, oh. So because was unable to talk, he sent me his reviews. So I haven't this will be the first time that I've read them. But here we go. Oh, and I've seen the scores new no, Right.
2: So
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Daniel's picks for movies always give me the fear. I think of absolute dog shit like Ballad of Buster Scruggs, No Country Flow Ben, which he gave four and a half stars to. Uh, and he would have picked the French Dispatch at some point so blame him for that too uh, I'm stopping it right there because I would never have picked that fucking bullshit <laughs> um, <coughs> I was very people going to watch cool hand look as it comes with a bit of a reputation it's high on IMDb Oscar winning um, but I'll tell you what I was absolutely justified in being worried this was Bowen spark Spuck exploding the boxing scene which was decent uh, and <laughs> Joy on out seems to really hammer in the point the rest of it was so fucking bland Paul Newman is awful well wow, that might be the first time we can we're going to get hate for that you can't say Paul Newman's awful he's picked a convenient week to get COVID when he can't back up his argument <laughs> Paul Newman's awful fucking hell. Uh, so boring every time he was on screen and a very unlikable character well wow, I'm going to, need to ask Kyle about this next week uh, you're not a hero for trying to escape for a crime you did commit you tosser <laughs> fuck's sake uh, <laughs> uh, the only thing I wanted from the film was to see him suffer being in prison for another 50 years after multiple failed attempts it's very much a note of me in this movie a worn watch don't know what that means
1: <clears throat> there you go
0: <coughs>
1: I was going well, to say for you like, talking I thought it was going to be positive I was
0: I knew that this wasn't for Kyle at all like, I knew it from the start um, but what did you think <laughs>
1: Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I watched this in two switch. the first hour was that bad I had to turn it off. It just was boring, the absolute shit off me. Uh, like, I think for a start, you would have known that because it's set like 60 years ago or something like that, it's probably it's never going to be one it's probably unlikely to be one it's going to blow me away but because you had recommended that highly i thought maybe it was going to be different um i thought the captain was quite authoritative in it and but the boxing match i thought that was awful like well same match it was just him getting Luke getting just as ass uh, handed to him and just getting decked all the place that was, it was actually just at the stage it was kind of like it was disgusting to watch more than anything like i didn't really see where they're going with the boiled eggs thing i was just like this is random like what is the actual point just didn't <laughs> just didn't like that at all um i watched the second half of it today and it did get better in the second half because the first half for me just seemed pointless it was like like um, somebody said earlier that they could have done a bit of background to understand why he's going into it, just smashing up and then just end up in prison. The second half is a bit better because they tried obviously the various escapes Um, but again some of the kill I was kind of like, well he obviously just wasn't I don't know whether it was more he just wanted to prove a point or whether he just wasn't accepting that he deserved to be in prison or what the actual point it was but I would say that I thought Paul Newman was pretty decent in it, but to me, it was just the actual storyline just bored me. Like, I had no, one, I don't think they did that much. I think of what you were saying, Daniel, you felt differently, but I don't think really, you got to really know the character that well. Um, and I think as well, see, because there was that many inmates with him, then that didn't really help for me as well. Like, I know there was sort of, the sort of main co-star, but... There were so many other ones that were there. It kinda just I was sort of losing who was who to at some parts as well. They could have maybe concentrated on it being like a smaller and maybe just instead of sort of two main stars, like have a have a few or whatever. Um and as Sean said about the I did, I, I had no, no doubt down about the car washing. That was just like it was just like, What on earth is this? It was as like if it was going to turn into a cheap porn movie or something. That's what I was thinking when it was gonna be on. <laughs> um but Nah, it was just, it wasn't as bad as some of the stuff we'd watch, but it's down there for me.
0: Not as bad as some of the stuff, I'll take that.
1: It's um, not as bad as the Buster Scruggs. I could actually actually stuck with it, um, even though it took me two sittings. But the <laughs> second half was definitely better than the first half. Um, um, I messaged Sean earlier. I said to Sean on Saturday, I was like, have you watched any of this? Well, I, in fact, no, so I messaged him after that and said have you watched eh, this one and I said oh, I've watched half of it um, I didn't say that it was that but I turned it off I just said oh, I've only watched half of it I've got half to go um, which was basically because I couldn't put myself through another hour of it back to back
0: thanks I, I already thought you'd sort of put the boot in already that I didn't need that last wee bit I didn't say
2: the
1: second half was better than the first though so I was actually surprised a little bit when i watched it today it improved my score a bit went up for a 0 (laughs) to (laughs) 0.25 no i did
0: i do i do want to be honest that i did not think this would be well received but i just wanted it to be one that we scored um it's it's a difficult one because it is sort of universally loved this film so i'm surprised by maybe quite, quite how scary some of the thoughts are but as what as just to go over a few of the wee points. Like to me, it's all about his relationship with Zagnet, like how he that guy was basically the bully, but like he kinda of, he wouldn't be bullied essentially and turned out into them being sort of best pals. And that's where that guy made the stupid decision to go with and say sort of idolized Luke. And they all sort of did. They all idolized him mm-hmm. in the place. And it was like at some point like he, he sort of snaps and he's like "Stop fucking feeding off of me and it's like they needed him to get their sort of fucking entertainment to get through the, their time and fucking prison. but um, I also I was always a big Guns N' Roses fan growing up and there was a bit you know, see the little speech where he's like what we've got here is failure to communicate like some men you just can't reach blah blah but I've mm-hmm. always known that all by heart it's at the start of a Guns N' Roses song as well Um and it's just like I really famous speech. I think that guy's weird voice and the way he delivers it is cool. He's a creepy weird guy. He comes across as really evil to me. Um and then obviously you've got the other guy who's like the fucking silent killer cunt. Um but I I think it's great. I absolutely love it. Um I didn't expect you guys to like it, but I think this is like an iconic classic um I, that's how I feel about it. But what we do Kyle score first? Yeah. <laughs> We do, do you want to do a wee guess? How What do we think Kyle's going it? I think he's given
2: 0. it as you know. Less than one anyway.
0: Well, you'll all be surprised. 1.25 one uh, enjoyed the boxing scene and the George Kennedy performance. The rest was shite. So a 1.25 for Kyle. Two point two five. Cool. Um, Burns, uh, let's go back the same way. Sean?
3: Uh, just before I give my score, I know that it's obviously universally liked and I think a 100% Rotten Tomatoes for the, the movie critics and like 95% for the audience, so yeah. that, it's, like I, I'm a simple guy that likes simple films that, that, um, that I enjoy watching. If I get bored, I would normally just turn it off. I'm very simple and that's just what I'm like. So, uh, I'm scoring this obviously based on my enjoyment, as I always do, and I'm going to give it a one. So, Hunter. Uh, it's a three
2: point five for me, mm. a bit more positive at least. Burnsy, I'm terrified about this one.
1: <laughs> no, you'll be surprised. As a, I'd like to see what we'd, wrote, if we'd done the previous ones and of Shrugs is like one point four or something, um, but I know you're you're going to boost this up. So I'm going to give it a 1.25 as well because the second half was decent, um, the first half was awful, and the main character was all right. Or better not all right, he was, he was good. So <laughs>
0: um, You're right, I'm going to boost it up. Uh, this is in my top five favourite movies of all time, um, and I'm just like the 100% critics and the odd tomatoes I get. You said
1: a five, aye?
0: Yes, I did say a five, yes.
1: That seems like I was the question I the answer not the you. <laughs> <laughs> right, so overall, that's a uh, 2.4. Massively far too high, if you ask me, but there you go.
0: I mean, come on, 2.4. It's fair. Um, Thanks, guys. I feel like you outside to be gentle there, and you've held back a bit. Like, I, I'm
3: it's not like, more just going to again. know, like, a film, because, like, somebody picked it. Like... If i well, I'd never seen Gone Baby Gone and if I didn't like and it was that was math pack and if I didn't like that, I would they say that I didn't like that? But like it's no like we've said that it before, it's no like anything like, no just not liking a film on purpose just to to be funny and annoy one of your pals and stuff like that. Like just,
1: just didn't like it. I think as well, you so much, Dan, you've got to remember as <laughs> we although if we go in and like destroy a film, there is ones that are beyond defensible that we've watched. So oh, I- yeah, if you go in and absolutely tear something to shreds, then it's never going to be down with, like, some of the garbage that's at, like, 0.5 or whatever they've watched. It's not no, but... no anyone is as bad as that.
0: See, I've been on the other side of the fence, though, because, like, you guys are quite like Gone Girl, and I gave that a 0.5 because I fucking hated it. So that's mm-hmm. how it works. It goes out of the yeah. ball cycle. But um, Kyle just put it there that it's now joint eighty-first with Hocus Pocus, another Sean favourite. Fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I can't believe that we've put. Uh, oh, I forgot to come to you for trivia. Do you have any?
2: There is a steam here, it's so fine. I will rattle yep. some off. Uh, so, firstly, in the road tarring sequence, the actors actually, the actors, sorry, actually blacktopped a mile-long stretch of highway for the county. Um, Two hundred hard-boiled eggs were provided for one of the film's most famous sequences, due to clever editing. Paul Newman only ate eight altogether. The rest were consumed by the casting crew, which led to extreme cases of flatulence the next day. Oh, that's bad, in fact, yeah. uh, So Stuart Rosenberg wanted the cast to uh, internalise life on a chain gang, so the presence of wives on set was banned, so it was a sausage fest 24-7. <laughs> And the fight scene between Dragline and Luke took three days to shoot. George Kennedy said they were both completely worn out from fighting, and the new Paul Newman's case from falling hard onto the ground for three full days. I mean, I can't imagine how bad the first takes were if that <laughs> took three days to film. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke's prison number thirty-seven is a reference to the Bible, Luke one thirty-seven, um, which has, comes off the Bible phrase of uh, "for God." nothing shall be impossible. Um, Luke is seen as a savior by the other, other convicts as he gives them hope. After the egg eating contest, he's laid on the table and a posture resembling the crucifixion. So there's a lot of uh, Jesus chat in this to um, so, there. Here's one more. Uh, Paul Newman's, I'll, I'll, I'll do this one first then you can come in with a Jesus chat. Paul Newman's best actor nominated performance was the only one in the category from uh, not a Best Picture nominee that year. So I think we had a similar scenario, uh, with Gone Baby Gone the week where I kind of my actress's name because I've not got my book but she got a Best actress nomination but Gone Baby God Baby Gone wasn't up for Best Picture and it's the same with us. it wasn't up for Best Picture but Best Actor. There you go. Uh,
0: I wasn't going to come up with any Jesus chat. But
2: that's oh. funny, but I, I... Thought you, I thought you said you had some more.
0: No, no, no. I said give, give us one more. Oh, sorry. No, no, So, I I, I mean, it went as I expected, guys. So, it is what it is. But I fucking love this film. I'll stand by it forever. It's (laughs) cool as fuck. Talking about cool movies, though, this next one was this just reminds me of being like a young teenager and growing up. And I've seen this movie about 150 times at least, uh, which is White Men Can't Jump. Um, sports movie for Burnsy I wanted to keep everyone happy with this one um, we'll start with you on the game then what do you think of this
3: so I've definitely seen this before but many many years ago and I didn't remember literally anything about it apart from uh, the cast so I felt like I was watching it for the first time again uh, but no I liked it it's uh, like I like sport films uh, I loved basketball and PE. Uh, I used to go to basketball club on a Tuesday night. I used to stay behind school uh, and do a basketball club. So it was a wee throwback for me doing when they were doing the layups and stuff like that. Maybe i go play basketball again. Uh, so if any of you fancy a, a wee game of basketball, I'll be
0: right up for a wee two-on-two. Uh, wait, wait, wait. We need to do that now. We need to film this two-on-two
3: basketball for the laugh after this. By the way, here, listen, right, and I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm no... I'm genuinely being serious here, right? I genuinely think that I could have had a future at some Scottish level of basketball if I had uh, <laughs> continued it. But I was young. Uh, it wasn't seen as cool to play basketball in, in central Scotland. Uh, I played for say, I, I, I played for my school. Uh, we went to Falkirk High uh, and they smashed them. Uh, in front of a crowd as well, so there was that added pressure. You can imagine the stuff that we were getting called. Uh, it was... Uh, wasn't pretty, but we we overcame that and we won. So I'm it's always something I've been very fond of as basketball. Uh, not a a massive watcher of the NBA or anything like that, but I do enjoy a good layup and uh, a three pointer.
2: What about basketball
3: though? <laughs> 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 uh, but back to the film. Uh, I did really enjoy it. Uh, I I just love the. Like the kind of street side there and stuff. Like, that. like it, it's and actually, as I said, like I, I've definitely seen it before, but I can't remember anything at all. So like I was very shocked when he actually got hustled himself very early on in the film. Uh, obviously, when they lost their first match, I believe it was only the second two v two that they'd done when they when they team up to do the hustling. Uh, so I was quite taken aback because when when he went home and told his girlfriend uh, that he was he had lost the money, and then she basically dragged him along to. Oh, is it Sydney? Sydney and Billy? Yeah. When uh, she dragged him yeah. along to Sydney's house and his wife answered the door. I was like, oh, fuck, he's been hustled. It just hit me at that point. I don't know if it was meant to be obvious or anything like that, but I totally never picked up on it. Uh, but, no, like, I just, like, just, like, it, Billy's just a fucking idiot. Like, he's, he's basically, like, got a, got a gambling problem, but in the form of 2v2 hustling basketball on the streets. Like, it, I, I just, just wanted to wring his neck sometimes when he's got the money and then he loses it, all that, that thing as well, obviously the white men can't jump when they're in the car, and then they go, and they've just won the five grand, and he's straight away, he's betting the half of it, and he gives him a chance to get out of it, when he stops the car the first time, but then he just doesn't shut up, and he keeps going for it, so I was actually quite glad when he lost that, but then it was obviously set up, that he would do it in the last game, to win the money, and all of that stuff, uh, so nice wee touch and all that, but no, like I did I did like it, uh, I expected to like it if i'm honest I, like i didn't go in thinking i'm probably going to hate this uh, no nah, it, it was a it was a it was a good strong pick from you and it was good i, I watched this before cool hand look kind of wish i'd done it went the other way uh, to end uh, this week's films on a high because uh, I, I hate when i don't like the second film i much prefer it when i either like them both or don't, don't like the first and like the second but no i i i, I did enjoy uh, white men can't jump
0: uh, you make a good point about the gambling. Um, is that it's definitely got a fucking major issue. And they obviously address it quite well through this film, I think. Like the bit where you're talking about where she gets dragged to his apartment, and obviously you see that the guys he was playing against were there, and you see that yeah. he's he being hustled and all that. But um, when Gloria and Sydney's wife, whose name I forget, have their conversation in the kitchen, she's like, It's your fucking boyfriend that's the issue. It's him that's the fucking issue. you know what I mean? And I think they do a really good job in this. Of The fuck about in the movie normally gets, it still gets the good thing at the end. Do you know what I mean? Normally yeah. they fucking they fuck about and the assholes all the way through, but then they learn the lesson and they get the girl and whatever, right? But that's not realistic. Somebody with a gambling problem is going to have a gambling problem forever. And instantly, as soon as he had that fucking money, he goes and just does it again. And uh, I
3: was glad it ended the way it did. It was a good point because it, like, it's, it's, obviously like it's nice that it is realistic because like how many chances did she give him mm. like, i know. T- I, th- I think in the film he lost three lots of money was it three lots i think uh, uh, you're you're probably probably and probably obviously been they've been alluded to the more as well in
2: the film say it again
0: hunter
2: so, probably the best part of 10 grand he lost in the film between the savings the two and a half grand for spotting the tournament and whatever he lost after that as well yeah <laughs>
0: Aye so uh, that's, a, that's a good point is that, um, I think it's a good realistic for sale and like I love the fact that so see like us as a group for example like pals right we slay each other relentlessly like we take the piss at each other like fucking hard all the time and I like that and it makes me enjoy that sort of atmosphere I think it's all because of this film growing up I fucking love this film and see the fact that they were all good pals but they took the utter piss at each other Mm-hmm. Constantly, um, like I just—I don't know. There's something about it that just sort of speaks to me. And when I was a kid, I just fucking loved that. And that's how we all get on—is that we can take a laugh, and you can laugh at yourself. And I, I, that's one of the things I really like about this. But let's go to Hunter next.
2: Right. So this is a weird one for me. This is one of the films that had probably been recommended to be that many times over the years that I'd biased, I managed to convince myself that I'd already seen it. Whereas in Truth be told, I don't think I actually had, or maybe not watched it all the way through. But again, this is another one uh, shock horror that I did enjoy. Um, I thought uh, Snipes and Harrelson were absolutely great in this. Um I mean, there's one thing that Sean did touch on, which I think is a bit of a pothole for me with this, was the whole Tucci Brothers thing. I mean, does that debt not start with Gloria buying a car? So she goes on jeopardy and wins all this money, yet is left with the house and they pick up her debt while well, she fucks off with her rollerblade zone and a Walkman into the Sunset where <laughs> she'd cleaning up with Jeopardy for the four or five
0: I think what happened is he lost them even more money by throwing the basketball game
2: so Oh, like, that's, oh so that's what it was, uh, yeah,
0: aye, aye so he was supposed to throw a game and he didn't, he didn't bother her. Aye, but
2: I did well, think that the yeah. fact that the debt started off as house and he's been sad, even though he's parked the way, but she's just fucked off with her however much, many more thirds and she won on that, but again, like, like you said, like the whole—the um, only thing, another thing for me, obviously that's been cleared up was I kind of wish you'd maybe seen a bit of the. Uh, I know kind of it's a kind of—I kind of told myself I like you kind of just get to see a snapshot of the story. This, this is where the book starts. It's like a book. This is this is where it ends. Everyone's got a backstory and you've just got to make your peace with that's what it is, but I would have liked that it would have been very good to have ever seen, but obviously, as we know by um, what happens is, it's not the first time that he's gambled money away, You does it several times this film, but it's not the last time, it's right around many other fuck-ups along the way, but uh, the, obviously, they've, I imagine they've had a very on-off, volatile relationship um, from the world go, obviously you can see the fact that he goes from coming back, he can't even bring himself, that scene where he can't even bring himself to tell her, that he's lost the money again. And obviously, the apartment goes on fire and whatever. But at least nice to see now. Maybe the foundations. Like obviously, he's maybe been doing. It. How long has this been going on? I'd imagine this has been going on long before he's met her. He's been out hustling. He's, he's one of those. Stakesman is one of those guys that um, had all the talent. Maybe, and just to have applied himself. He maybe could like in the storyline. Um, obviously, I've got some stuff here about how good Woody House actually was as a basketball player. But and the storyline of the book that maybe if he'd you apply yourself a bit better he maybe could have achieved a career in basketball. Um but again what was the oh what was the thing aye so um on that and then obviously there's the relationship with him and Snipes which again, is a guy is really good um throughout kinda it's kinda even even though you know it's set up as Sean said towards him he's going to make the dunk and win them the the money and win the tournament. So not only does he get his pride back but he also gets some money and so for me, um, although it's set up it kinda of, I know what you're kind of talking about, Danny, was saying it maybe it wasn't the Hollywood happy ending where he gets the girl and gets the money. But for me it was his happy ending. Like as the like think Wesley Snipes kinda of said to him, I gave you the option and you came with me. So obviously you'll know right for each other if you've she's I gave you the option to stay with her and you still chose to gamble the money coming with me. So maybe this is so in his mind maybe he's done that maybe subconsciously, maybe he knows this is, I just, there's never going to work it with her. So maybe he, uh, maybe it was still a happy ending to him, in a sense, rather than it being the perfectly scripted, the uh, boy gets girl, boy makes amends, boy gets girl again, and they all left happily ever after. Um, okay. But that aside, so, again, it's a good story about, um, <laughs> even though they're, they're a bit shaky terms at the start, mm-hmm. it is, they, they, they do bond and they are friends by the end, and maybe that is the sort of influence in they maybe needs on his life, rather than, a hot fiery Latina who's going to show it on every time we do something wrong.
0: <laughs> so the really, is this is actually about uh, Billy falling in love with Sydney and leaving his wife that he's missing. Uh, but, and, I mean, it adds a new twist to it, really. I don't see
2: an There's a uh, homosexual relationship, maybe, but a romance, a dependent rather than. Aye.
0: No, I think uh, you're right that Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson together are amazing in this. Uh, the chemistry's fucking brilliant. I think you probably touched on some of the other people that decide to be in this movie. So part of the auditions was you had to play basketball. And they had like two-on-two games set up and you had to actually play. Um, have you got this, Sibby, or will I just go with it? Uh, go um, with, I've
2: got some about who was the coach and talking about what level the two
0: characters are. Okay. Actors then. So Keanu Reeves was the first choice for this to play the Woody Harrelson part, but apparently he was too shite at basketball. And David Duchovny, from the X Files, was the other one. Um, but Woody Harrelson, I think, got it based on being better at basketball, which is class. Um, I just to sort of carry on from what Hunter was saying. Like, I just think this film. I used the word cool quite a lot in the last film, right? But this is just a cool fucking movie. They actually like see all the courts where they shot it, those are actual, like, basically, steamy basketball courts that was real life and they had to, like, I think it was quite difficult and scary for them to actually film there. They had to get, like, protection and shit and I think it's because the filmmaker wanted it to feel like a real environment. Mm-hmm. I think it does a good job of that. Like, all the characters feel really believable to me, and even though it's quite stupid. Like, it's hard to fight, like, is it a film, uh, sorry, is it a... Comedy is it a sports film? Is it a sort of relationship drama? It's sort of got loads of different stuff going on in it, uh, which I love. Like even just her whole journey to get onto Jeopardy, that they keep sort of dropping in all the way through her, sitting practice in, and he's going to make the shot to Sedan with a with a hook shot uh, through the other side of the court. I just I don't know. There's something really about this. That all those little basketball scenes I love. I think they've got the perfect balance of like. Actual movie to sports scenes. And I think the majority of issues with sports movies. We touched on this with you, Sean, in *The Fighter*. The issue you had with *The Fighters* that the boxing looked shy yeah. compared to the boxing. And I think this probably does a better job than any film I've ever seen of making the sport bit look legitimately good. Do I you mean uh, like it, yeah. there, there was nothing about it that seemed like tacky or stupid or? overly choreographed or nothing it just looked like guys playing basketball. And I think that's what sets us apart for other movies that are like this, where you get the sport in between. The normal.
2: What you'd say on that I kind of was a point I did have in my head was I think with most sports films that always achieve on maybe what maybe the ultimate professional goal is like the fighter who's world champion in boxing. You've got goal where he's playing for Real Madrid and winning the getting your car- like things like that they're always aimed at the top level. Whereas maybe a more street
3: level a sport would maybe make some other sport films a lot more enjoyable like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And that's the right, thing that little... Oh sorry on your Sorry, I was just gonna say like on that it's a lot easier like because if you as it's basically what Hunter said like, about, well use a goal as an example you can't really make make that realistic i playing for real Madrid it's always going to look really stupid but if you've got like with the Harrelson's really good at basketball he' not really good at basketball. You can just have them day two on two with two boys and just film it and it, and it, it just works it was it was so much it's the actual sports scene like the actual basketball scenes like for all the sports films that I've seen and that I can think of, it's definitely the best because it is just real I can imagine it's just them just playing basketball we'll maybe' doing different takes to make sure the ball obviously goes in and stuff like that but uh, but no, it is a good point.
0: Um, But what I'll do is, I will go to Kyle's review before we come to Mr. Sporks. I'm intrigued about his thoughts. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. He started off with the same fucking start as the last one. Uh, So, Daniel's picks for movies always give me the fear. Think of absolute dog shit like the Ballad Buster (laughs) Skugs. And then he's actually a cool hand look to the list because he's a fucking dick. Um, he goes, but then I was extremely thankful that we finally got to watch White Men Can't Jump. Uh, now this is a film. The chemistry between these two is perfect. Um, he says, "Play the clip." Don't know what he means. Uh, I Hunter got that reference for the deeper nerds. Chemistry, fucking hell! You
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow, loser, man! Oh my god! Is
0: that least?
1: The he got to him, himself, abused
0: well um uh, wesley snipes is brilliant forgot how much i like him as an actor might need to go watch blade now this is an extremely good example of a basic storyline done uh, very well both have huge flaws in their personalities uh, they should be unlikable but you can't help but love them uh, billy hoyle is a frustrating character because you know he's always about the next gamble or hustle uh, he's missing his nose um he's missing his nose that sorry but continually takes him back our jeopardy sh- jeopardy storyline should be the worst part of this movie but i really like it bangers <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: <laughs> um very good watch <laughs> could be watch multiple times and still enjoy it as much as the first few times uh, <laughs> that uh, that actually leads me to why i picked this i think <laughs>
1: uh,
0: well, it's a good point, right? Because Ella was I was talking to Ella about these films being like my favourite films growing up, right? And see this movie is probably one of the first times I remember seeing boobs in a movie. And like do you know what I mean? Like her, her when she gets her tits in her. When I was young, I just thought like she was like this amazing woman. Cause I watched this when I was like a kid all the way through. And when you get to that age, I was I was like, I think this is the first time I ever saw a tit in a film. Do you guys remember the first time you saw a tit in a film? Let's have a wee Titanic. segue.
2: Titanic.
3: Titanic? Uh, I was
0: fun. watching it
3: with my mum. Are there tits
2: it
3: was
0: in
3: Titanic? Aye. Aye. Paint me like I a French remember, girl. paint me like a French
0: girl. So you watched it with your mum, tell us about that. <laughs> uh, I
3: watched the film with my mum, my dad was
0: there as well. Was it but did you feel awkward?
3: Uh, oh, aye, because what was that 97? So I would have been, boy, well, I watched it in 98 when it came out on video, so I would have been what nine. Aye, that's awkward. So, uh, it was awkward, though, but we got over it. I mean, I still talk to him on
1: that.
3: Everything's fine, <laughs> we're all we're
0: <laughs> stomach, we- and
3: dad. <laughs> It'll be coming up to your uh, 20th anniversary of your first tip, your your mum and dad, nice meal. This is just reminding me, son, I'm just going to go on a wee segue here that I don't know if I should, but I also remember, like, see every year, right, when it was my birthday, my mum used to, like, keep me off school for the day, right? And uh, because my mum worked loads of different shifts, like, she worked at hospital, so she wasn't just like a normal kind of 95, whatever. So, like, she was always off. And I remember, uh, I can't remember. This would have been what I think it was ninety nine that this came out. This particular film, but I'd said to my mum, "Oh, I've heard that this film's good because obviously folk talking about it at school. I want to watch it." So oh, go no. she got it. So my mum went and got the DVD right, and obviously she never had a clue as to where it was or what it was about. So on my birthday, uh, back in it must have been like two thousand or something, we've sat down to watch a film during the day, just the two of us. Can any of you guess the film? Right, I think
0: I know. Is it American Pie? American Pie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> My ears had a fucking clue what we were getting ourselves into. That, that was genuinely awkward as anything. So, what I wanted uh, to ask
0: is did you watch, did you both sit and watch the whole movie? No,
3: no, it was turned right. off because I just kept <laughs> looking, <It was, laughs> always say, I like it did not last long. Uh, but I was like, and then I, I remember, I'm pretty sure it was a scary movie came out after that. And I was like, oh, I, I want to see a scary movie. My mum was like, No, no after American Pie. <laughs> uh, but no, we did. they obviously make it through uh, the whole film. Uh, but I just remember like the, the the opening scene or two. Like that was because it was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I was sitting there with, with like having a piece and cheese that she had made me and all that. Like I think it was just like a comedy. <laughs> with the odd innuendo on in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind It's one of the first scenes, still hang Wanker into a sock,
0: is like one of the first scenes. Was that the
3: American Pie 2?
0: Oh, maybe. They all merged into one.
3: Aye, uh, because in the second one he gets his hat, he, he gets the glue on his hand. Well, that was halfway through the film, wasn't it? I can't, remember. I haven't mean, seen him in years, but uh, it, it wasn't like a a scene suitable for uh, No. somebody of my age and my mother. But it's funny to look back on now, obviously.
0: Aye, I, I would have been funny if she actually just sat awkwardly and none of you would break the silence and just
1: sat and awkwardly. None of us not the cool film, but just watched it intently throughout. Oh it. no, no, I couldn't, I couldn't, could
2: What was your thought? Uh, ah, this is quite, almost as bad as Sean's story of American Pie. So I remember being with the mates when Braveheart came out on VHS. Now, my mates, mum and dad had went and rented it. So not only was it me and my mate and his mum and dad, he's grand and grander. So we're all sitting in my mate's living room, watching Braveheart. And then the wedding night scene where he steps in his bride to make love and you see her Bruce. So i was just like did at my mate's rug, just knowing me part of the rug when you see this last, his tits on the screen. Because <laughs> I'm surrounded by all his family, which is feel like tits on the screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, when did you see your first movie, Tits Burnsy? Do you even remember? You never watched movies until recently. It might have been last year. Was it Mike? <laughs> was it Mike Bassett?
1: <laughs> 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 he, he, he had his it actually. <laughs> um, no, I like. Uh, well, as you know, I didn't. I did watch all the American Pie. So it might even been that because obviously that was what was it late nineties or something. So it'd have been nine or ten or something. So it could even be that. But no, I, I don't remember. But obviously wasn't into films it's the same way I am now as well, so... God knows. Kel put in what his was, but I missed it. You'll need to type it again unless somebody caught it. Uh,
0: I think I saw it was Starship Troopers. Aye,
3: uh, Starship Troopers, first one I remember. Bangers. Bangers. <laughs>
0: Starship Troopers <laughs> is absolutely shite, by the way. Uh, it is shite. Look, fucking I fucking when we were young. Um, I, I forgot. We, uh, well, let's get Burnsy's thoughts on the movie we were just talking about
2: before. <laughs> <laughs> before um i so i
1: think if i think this film if it concentrated more in the basketball would have annoyed me because i'm not really into basketball i <clears throat> never played it when i was younger i wasn't ever going to be a top star like sean so um it didn't really interest me that much but um the basketball scenes were okay. Like I couldn't really tell if they were well done or not well done because it's not something I've ever watched. Um, I thought Sydney's character was classed out. I loved. I thought like I loved his cockiness at stages. Um, I thought I wasn't sure if I was going to come in differently to what yous were, but it seems if we're on the same wavelength. Like Billy's character irritated me, but not in terms of act, just in terms of the way he was shown throughout, but I think that was what was meant to happen in terms of he just seemed really self-centered and I didn't I don't think he really even cared about Gloria at all really like he would sort of come home and say oh, I've lost my money but he, I don't think he even seemed that bothered I think he was just he was just that addicted to gambling and never once touched on him remotely even trying to stop he just wanted his next fix it wasn't as if like I'm not saying they should have done this in the film or whatever, but you would think obviously if some if you cared about somebody that much, then you would maybe try and think, well, if I'm losing all this money and she's getting that upset, maybe I should actually think about stopping it. But that obviously came into his mind one bit. Um, I thought Gora's fascination with the television game show, that was that was quite interesting because there was just that there was that much going on in the film. But there's some films that we watch where I'll come on and be like, i've no idea what was even going on through the full film but because it was that simple the background stories you didn't feel as that you didn't need to have much understanding of it it was just like oh she's into that uh sydney's trying to sell his house and you see obviously the bit where they've got broken into them just like wee bits dropped in throughout the film um instead of it all being based on the basketball which i'd say definitely helped um so I'm not sure and i didn't realize i didn't pick up the double crossing bit where sydney um at all, either. The part where um, Billy is, goes with Sydney to get the, goes to, goes, goes to another event or something to try and win more money, to me it was like he didn't even, it was as if he was actually glad that he could go and gamble again. He wasn't really interested in like spending or try to save money up with his girlfriend or that. He was actually, he was delighted that probably. Sydney needed him and needed him to actually help him out with cash or whatever that was that was his hit basically um, and as Hunter pointed out is that I think it was Hunter, it might have been Sean is that where the where it does go the storyline in terms of he doesn't get the girl and he does get left get him, well he has to pay off his gambling debts and he gets left without Gloria, that was a good way to have it because otherwise if she just kept on forgiving him I would I suggest to you that I it's all right. Just go and gamble your money. Shoot your girlfriend, or whoever you're with, or your friends. Will always back you. They won't care. They'll just always forgive you. Whereas he's actually now been not forgiven. But at the end, of it, I don't think he was even. I don't think he even cared. I think he was just quite. He was probably in a way. He was probably. He might have even felt like, oh well, that means I don't even need to care about her and going back and explain I've lost this money. I can just go and do what I want. It was just that. It was. It was just that self-centered and. He only cared about himself, but that's what the movie. To me, that was what the movie was meant to be doing, though. But I wasn't sure. If, I wasn't sure if I was maybe coming for a different viewpoint, or people are going to say see opposite. I did also think the music was a bit uh, a throughout it too. So I think it was. It was good. The only which sounds a bit stupid because what you've said about me, but the basketball stuff was to me was a bit that I actually let it down because I didn't really care about the basketball stuff to Me, they could have just had that even less of that and more about the backstories and characters, and um, which might have made it a wee bit better. Well,
0: wow. Mr. Sport the only part of the movie he doesn't like is the sport. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: but
3: what he's saying is instead of him losing money at basketball, he would have rather just watched him standing at a slot machine playing roulette and losing his money that way instead. Just take the sport oh, out. Got
1: the icon for me so. Ha- have them um, in the bookies.
0: I the just just fucking putting money in virtual delay.
1: It's just because not... I'm. It's just because I'm not in the basketball. If it was a different sport, I might have been more interested in those bits. But because it's somewhat, like,
3: uh... I'll tell you uh, all about fine. Larry Bird on Saturday, Wednesday. We'll have a conversation about Larry Bird.
2: Um,
1: so you need to get The Last Dance watched on Netflix. <laughs> I've start. I started watching that and then I stopped. Oh, because that's that I that. I only watched about half of it and then just never put it back on again. Aye, that, so that, seemed, was, made... that was actually
3: good though. The best I watched. That was one of my favourite memories during lockdown. Just watching that—that's what I remember about lockdown. Oh, in the last Tiger King
2: in What time be
3: alive. Aye. I never <laughs> ever watched Tiger King. I still have it to this day. Laurie watched that too.
0: Have you ever watched the Louis Theroux <laughs> with him in it? because I mind watching that like ten years yeah. before.
2: No. There's no, no dramatization ad- ad- you can get on now TV too of like the whole Carol Baskin exotic Joe Tiger Joe can't what the voice name is. Joe Exotic oh. that. Well, actors playing them now and oh, fucking- I I there's <laughs> a dramatization you got now TV. Oh get that to fuck.
0: Oh like who's asking for that? Like shoot like get that Do, to, to fuck. T- <laughs> <Ed>. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was quite surprised that this book the sport bit was the bit you disliked the most. But um I just to sort of cover a few final points because I suppose it was me that picked this. But like Barnes said, I think the music's amazing. I just think it looks cool as well. Like they just wear normal clothes, right? And it looks really fucking natural and to the time period, right? But you could dress up as these two for Halloween and you would sort of recognise who you were trying to be even though they don't it's not like they wear fucking costumes do you know what I mean so as, as, I guess, that's a really difficult thing to do that they sort of look iconic but they it just they don't wear a fucking particular thing that makes sense I just think everything about it, it looks cool Um, aye, and it gave me a lot of, see when I was young and I watched this this was my first sort of time seeing what you'd ever say was black culture in, in a movie where it wasn't about See, in a lot of movies you always saw it as like a negative, or it was like people who were fucking mm. committing crimes and stuff like that. And I think it was a major issue in the 90s, is that's what was presented in the films quite a lot. Whereas mm-hmm. this, Woody Harrelson's the sort of fish out of water, he's the guy that's just sort of having to fit in with the community, and he's the one that would get picked on for being sort of different. And there's loads of sort of racial slurs back and forth, which I thought would maybe come up a wee bit, because we spoke about it with Rush Hour. Um, but in this movie, you can tell it's not coming from any sort of place of malice, right? And I think I the
2: fact that. Context. Uh, context,
0: exactly. And I think the fact that none of us mentioned any of that making us feel uncomfortable is a fucking. shows what this movie's done to submerge you into an environment and you felt like you were in that environment. And none of it felt shocking, if you know what I mean. It just felt like people naturally speaking how they would speak. Um, so I. No, I do love this movie so much. It influenced me a lot as a kid. Um, I used to watch it all the time. It made me wish that I was a, a potential basketball star like Sean, but um, I wasn't very good at basketball, although I did try a few times. Did you said uh, that box... Sean
1: was actually a basketball star? The way you said that, I wish I was a basketball star like Sean is.
0: <laughs> I, I wish I was as good as Sean. I mean, I just want to clarify your story further on. The way it came across to me was There only ever was one match, and it was against Falkirk High. Was that the extent of your basketball career? A one match against Falkirk High. Yeah. Was that
3: not <laughs> enough for you?
0: Like, but What more. Do you, you want? The you I'm, like.
3: I'm sorry.
2: Coming away with a, a way What more do you want? Have Have any of you
3: played for your school eh, and a eh, eh, away to a local rival for your for the basketball team? I don't think so. Oh, Don't you be coming at me?
0: <laughs> we are just clarifying that I was... Well, did. replying that
1: right? replied, he'd, he played basketball for his school, so... That's You're going not to end. Talk <laughs> Kyle's far too <laughs> small loved, to play basketball.
3: Let's no kid no ourselves on here. He's far too small. <laughs> He's never won a tip-off in his
0: life. I actually want to give him a basketball now. I, you and I think Kyle, one. I don't think that's just his height. I can't imagine Kyle can jump very high. No.
3: <laughs> no. Nah. Oh,
0: I'm actually he's going, to, he's going to come in with some taekwondo chat at the moment. Uh,
3: he'll, going to it. He'll,
0: he'll karate chop me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's go to the scores. We'll go to Kyle's first. Um, so Kyle gave this a four point two five out of five. Uh, what about you, Sean? I'm going to give
3: it a
2: 3.75. Sound. Hunter? 4.5 for me. Burns it.
1: A, a 3.5 for me.
0: And it's a 4.75 for me. Love it.
1: Just to clarify Hunter, you gave it a 4.5, is that right? Correct.
0: I don't know what it is when you do that, but it just sounds like you're being a dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly.
0: a, oh, no. exactly. Are you sure exactly.
3: that's
1: a four point five? Are you sure? <laughs> is that uh, that's a four point one five overall? Wow, I'm
0: delighted with that. I'm waiting for Kyle to type into the chat where that puts it. Um but I well done. I'm Very happy. i, w- I would like to exactly. know where it is but...
3: in relation to Moneyball because I still uh, Moneyball, I loved Moneyball. I, I would I prefer Moneyball over this, but I kind of think of many other sports films that we've watched.
0: Uh, Joint with Die Hard and Home Alone at number 16. So, um, But Moneyball, did Moneyball not get a boost? I
2: did.
3: I gave it a boost, though.
0: So I, I understand Moneyball being up there. Oh, it's just above Moneyball. There you go. Oh, is it? Oh, dear. Just above. Uh, and to me, this is the best sports movie ever. Um, I love it. Apart I from maybe though. Rocky slash
2: Regent Bull maybe edge it, but apart from two, this is up there for
0: me. And, and I think the point we made is in terms of the actual sport within a sports movie, this does it better than any film I've ever seen. Okay. I mean, it's difficult to argue. Um, so, we don't have movies to announce for next week, because so I've only just started to vote. Um, but what we'll do is, it's going to be C 2000s was what came up in the category so we decided um i noticed this week how much i do so much work getting these movies together and then i just let you guys argue about which ones we get out of them which was i really enjoyed that i'm going to do that format going forward where we just all vote on what we pick um so we picked a movie from every year from 1984 up to 1999 so get on instagram uh more than viewing movies um, I'll be happy that I've given that. Barnsey, what are you taking a picture of?
1: I'm sending the scores.
0: Oh. oh, okay. I thought you were doing something weird. I just saw you no. taking a picture. <laughs>
1: that's, that's, my that's my job for the. That's that's the only job I have for the full thing. So I'm do you
0: need a piece of paper and take a picture of the piece of paper?
1: No, I'm taking a picture of my computer.
2: Why like don't you just
3: it, put it. the scores down on your phone instead of take, putting it on a Word document on a computer, then taking a picture of your computer?
2: Put the accountancy
1: skills to use. You're it's easy to type, though. I find it easier to type on the computer. Quicker <laughs> to do that than then type on my phone.
0: This might be the least interesting thing we've ever discussed on this.
1: I know, I yeah. don't know why. It. Well, it's basically <laughs> you and Sean's fault. You're the two that brought it up. I was just happy to go to my business and used to have started lambasting me for some reason.
0: Right, Kyle's <laughs> spinning the wheel, So the wheel's now spinning Let's see what we're going to have the category for next week
1: I'm hoping it's my movies Because I've already picked them oh. oh! Oh! Oh, that'll do, I'll take that
3: What's up? What,
1: Is, that Is that horror or Sean? That's horror That's horror Fuck off, man <laughs> Yeah <laughs> So I. That was my second favorite behind my own picks I'm delighted with that.
0: Sounds so horror movies coming up. I'm excited to go and get a list together. Um, this is why. So the my worry is that what we've got available on the platforms might limit us. So I might suggest a few that we could chuck in.
2: Well, I think maybe the time span between next week's stream on Thursday and possibly earlier in the week, the week after, that maybe having a shorter voting window and shorter options might actually work out so yeah i'll put i'll just put the,
0: the horror movie vote up right after this one finishes and i'll just so we've got all the movies that we know for next time so if you want to influence what we pick get on instagram uh get voting that's the wee plug for then but um so that'll be us for the night how does I Mel mean, I mean, normally I mean, finish this? He does that wee awkward thing at the end, eh?
2: No, he does that thing where he keeps us recording and then doesn't tell us who's actually going to cut it off and he cuts it off where he decides to fits. Which is
0: essentially what So <laughs> we're now stuck in this limbo where he's in control of when this stops, but he's not here to stop us We talking. I
2: think so, we right. really um, address the people who are still listening at this point and saying thank you for still tuning in.
0: Yes. <laughs> Um, at this point you should probably turn this off um, but you can keep if you listening want. <laughs> yeah. what's happening what's in the golf burns I noticed I'll a just few times
1: it off. Well, I've been too engrossed with this chat so I don't actually know but I think none of the folk i put bets on are doing any good so that's a bit disappointing I think
2: Tiger was
1: three off the lead I got a wee sky sports notification during the stream uh, he's, been on the, he's been on it constantly so you've not really seen much MDLs else because he's playing but
0: well, we called the podcast this week. When did you see your first tits in a movie?
1: Uh, I'd taken a note of something. What uh, is, this still re- is, it,
3: is this still recording or are we talking normal now? What's going on? No, it is still recording. the thing when it gets cut, so we don't
2: know
0: at what
3: point it gets cut, so we just keep uh, uh,
2: talking. i Stop Stop recording it, Kyle. Fucking <laughs> will
1: fucking... I'd taken coming with your Jesus chat and hot, fiery latinas. Come in with your Jesus chat <laughs> That was that was the first one I took down. Because <laughs> it was just a misunderstanding between you two as well. I come
0: in with your Jesus chat, I quite like. <laughs> bye. Anyway, that's us. Uh, listen to us again next time. Right. Bye. Yeah. See I you
1: think. later. Bye, Kyle. <laughs> we can just all leave the chat anyway, he'll just be there that himself. That's just goes off Skype. <laughs>